Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Well, welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us to our fifth and last session in our five weeks to emotional well-being program. This is Sigal Golden here, your guide from pain to freedom. And I want to give you a virtual pat on the back. And if I would be next to you in person right now, I would give you a warm hug and congratulate you for almost completing these five weeks together. If you have been showing up or listening to the calls, recorded calls, I know that you're experiencing positive shifts in your life. Things are opening up for you. You are making new choices. You are setting healthier boundaries. You're letting go of what is not serving you. You are actually doing it. You are more aware and more better, (laughs) more or better equipped to walk on your emotional well-being path, and you are doing the walk. You definitely are, and you know it because you feel it. I want to remind you that our private Facebook group was created so you can have a place to get support, to ask questions, to share what is coming up for you. And some of you are taking advantage of it, and I'm very glad you are. I can always give you a new perspective to look at things, guide you, and be there for you. And I know that I'm not the only one who will be there for you, as our wonderful Facebook community is also there for you to shed some light. We can learn from everyone, and this is just wonderful. So if you do get to a point where you feel like you are stuck a little bit or unsure or even thrilled about your progress in becoming emotionally strong and entering that phase in your life where things are flowing for you, remember that there is a space for you to come and express yourself, whether it's on the celebrative side or uh, on, you know, the not-so-bright side. We can do both. Although we are at the gate of our last session today, this is not the end. In fact, this is the beginning of you really doing it, really dancing your dance proudly, feeling good, feeling more balanced and more on track with your deepest desires. On this session today, I will share with you how you can stay on track and get quickly back on track when you notice that you are not walking the path of light. The path of light is simply the walk towards what you want, what feels good, what feels healthy and bright, happy and exciting. When you are more often feel the darkness, the sadness, the loneliness, the stuckness, you'll know that those are only the signposts to help you get back on track onto the path of light. I'd like to start by setting these three guidelines that can always help you when you feel like you walked astray. The first one, 
and you can write this down. The first one is never beat yourself up. Okay, never beat yourself up. In trying to figure out what the note that I wrote for myself here. Okay, so it doesn't do any good to anyone, right? When you beat yourself up, it doesn't do any good to anyone. No one ever got motivated by beating themselves up. In fact, that's a habit that will help you to dig a better hole, a deeper hole, and bury yourself in it. In, um, and we both know that you don't want to dig a hole. We've done that. We All of us have done that for many times. And I definitely don't want it for you. And that habit is also an energy drainage, the beating yourself up. And some of you that have been working with me or have follow, have been following me for quite some time, some time, you know this. You know that you should not beat yourself up, and some of you don't do this anymore. So this is one of the guidelines. You do not allow yourself to beat yourself up. You catch yourself, right? So in many cases, this habit comes from our upbringing when we were repeatedly told that we are a bad girl or a bad boy that if we do not do this or that, we're not going to get rewarded. So if, for example, we know we should exercise more, but right now we're not, it is better to look at what is going on for us that we are not able to bring ourselves to exercise versus beating ourselves up that we're not exercising. We do not wish to be disappointed with ourselves. So instead of feeling that unpleasant feeling of disappointment, we convert it to a habit of beating ourselves up, as if it is a better feeling, right? But it's almost like we're doing something about it. We're beating ourselves up, then we're fine. But that's not really a strategy. It's something that we want to start letting go of. And really, it's okay to be disappointed. We just don't need to stay stuck there for too long. But that's one of the emotions that will help us move forward because we don't want to stay in that mode of being disappointed. But beating ourselves up, okay, we, we can continue beating ourselves up as if we're doing something. The other reason why we may beat ourselves up is because we have a pattern of guilt. And guilt will run the show if that's the case. And instead of allowing ourselves to feel guilt, because that's another unpleasant emotion, and we can afford living our lives with guilt, right? We can live our lives. It's not fun, but we do that. Then instead of living with guilt, we beat ourselves up as a way to tame the guilt. It's just underneath the surface. But what we want to do is bring the guilt, bring it on, bring it on to the surface so we can face it and not need to repeat that habit of beating ourselves up. So I invite you to feel the guilt, to feel the disappointment, to feel any emotion that is hiding behind the beating yourself up habit versus hiding it. So if you do catch yourself beating yourself up, yourself up, you want to ask yourself, what's going on here? Am I feeling guilty about something? 
Am I disappointed about something? And it doesn't have to be these two. This is what I found in my experience. These are the two that are more, most common. Every emotion that you will allow yourself to have it surface up, it means that you're giving yourself the opportunity to fully process that emotion and free yourself from having it staying stuck inside of you, underneath the surface and running your life. So those of you that have the pattern of guilt and you just know that, you know that you're operating many times from that pattern, that state of being, Go back to session three to see if that's your pattern in session four and work through that pattern to free yourself from it. Okay, you don't want this pattern to run over and over in you. That's why you're here. You're here to free yourself from those patterns. And by the way, the best essential oils that will help you to free yourself from guilt are bergamot, lemon, peppermint, and a blend named HD Clear. Bergamot, lemon, peppermint, and a blend by the name HD Clear. This is by doTERRA. Okay, so it's not that you need them for today's session. I'm just saying when you catch yourself beating yourself up, to release that, use one of these oils. And the best way is just to put it on your palms, like we did before, rub your palms and inhale. So that was the first guideline, never beat yourself up. The second guideline is making peace with where you're at or with what is. Making peace with where you're at or with what is. In a way, this goes hand by hand with the first guideline. Since the universe will always want to fill up a void, Okay, when we have space, the universe will always want to occupy a space. Right? It makes sense to you. It's like we live in a vacuum. In the universe, particles are moving all the time, and the, the gravitation, the pull, is pulling those particles towards one another. So if you have a space at home, normally you don't leave it empty. You put something there. Right? If it's empty, it feels weird. Unless many times we become minimalist and we choose to not occupy the space. But it's tough. We have a tendency to fill that space. If you have a drawer, I'm sure the drawers are more full than empty. <laughs> That's how we are. Okay, It's just the nature of things. So when you don't beat yourself up, at that moment that you have stopped beating yourself up or you caught yourself an emotional or energetic vacuum will be created by default. So I want you to be the one, you're going to be the one who fills that space and fill it with peace, not with another unwanted habit, okay? That's what I'm saying. Make peace with where you are or with what is. So if you don't like something, make peace with it instead of battling with yourself. And then work towards changing it. But it's really tough to change something when we are in a battle with it. It's kind of like my father-in-law is always saying, you can't fix the bicycle while you're riding it. <laughs> it's tough. 
If we take the same example of not exercising, the moment you realize that you are beating yourself up and you stop doing so, the next thing would be to make peace with the fact that you're not exercising. Seriously, I'm serious, okay? You're accepting it, right? Because it's a fact right now. In this example, you're not exercising. So how would it look like? It would look like this. Oh, I should really get back to exercising. Oh, gosh, I'm so bad, so lazy. Oops, I'm not supposed to go there. I'm not supposed to beat myself up. Hmm, okay, I'm supposed to make peace with the fact that I'm not exercising. Okay, so right now, the fact is that I'm not exercising because I feel low of en- on energy or I'm not feeling motivated and it's a fact and it's fine. I'm aware where I, I am so I'm going to first aim to raise my energy level because if that's your issue, you have to first take care of your energy before you would feel any motivation to exercise. I've already started letting go, right? I'm talking as if I'm inside your mind. I've already started to letting go of the emotional baggage or I'm doing daily aura cleanses with Melaleuca so I can cleanse myself energetically. So now you have a strategy. Instead of beating yourself up, you're saying, okay, I'm accepting it the way it is. What can I do about it? I can do an aura cleanse every day. And I'll start letting go of the negative energy or the negative baggage that is clinging to me. And that will most likely start opening up your energy, will make more energy available to you. And if you have been following what Carrie shared with us so generously and openly on our Facebook community, I love what is happening to her. She's doing all the exercises and energy is being cleared up for her. And it feels amazing. Just go and read what she wrote in different places on our community. And this is it. When you start to see where your energy goes, where in places that you don't want to put your energy there, you start to manage your energy better, then you will have more energy available to do the things that you want to do. And in this example, I gave exercises. So you see what I'm saying here? I'm making peace with what is currently happening and choosing what to focus on. Not on how bad I am or how bad you are, but on what you need in order to get to that desired step. Again, in this example, exercising. Because the truth is that until we won't address why we are not exercising or filling your blank, why you are not drinking more water, why you are not communicating with your spouse, why you are not taking steps in your business, whatever it is, whatever exercising represents in your life. No amount of guilt or beating ourselves up will make us exercise. It doesn't help. And who even wants to... to um, I'm sorry, and who even want to be motivated by that? It's not a motivator to beat yourself up. It's not the right kind of motivation that will bring to long-lasting, healthy results and habits. So even when we were kids and we were told, if you're not going to do that, you're not going to get the candy or whatever it was, 
Okay, so we did that because we wanted their reward. But that didn't build good foundations for us. It didn't. It actually ruined things for us that now we need to restructure back again. That's not um, the, the kind of reward that we want. We want to not operate from rewards like this. We want to be happy. We want to be stable. We want to be at peace. And if we didn't get the reward, then what? We're going to uh, cry like we, we did when we were kids? No. We need to collect ourselves and move on. Not all of us beat ourselves up. So making peace with where you are can show up in different forms, like feeling stuck. You don't know what to do with this or that problem or feeling pain or discomfort and feeling hopeless, feeling like there are not enough hours in the day and you're constantly working around the clock to catch up with everything. Making peace with what is, is relevant there too. It's the awakening that it is. Okay, That's what you want to awaken to. So be with this for a moment, just take a breath and kind of allow yourself to digest it. Okay, so you don't want to react to what's going on for you. So if you're feeling pain, notice the pain instead of reacting to it, right? Because reacting is kind of like being a child that needs the grown-up to, to fix things for the child. But we are both the child and both the grown-up, so if we let go to those childish, I'll call them childlike places, we're the one who's responsible in pick, of picking up the pieces. So instead of reacting to the pain or to the stuckness or to the problem, put yourself almost outside of it, look at it and say, okay, it is what it is. I'm making peace with it, and now what? And sometimes the, the next step would be just to take a break and rest. I'm not saying that all the time you need to be super motivated. You kind of need to pace yourself, and every person has a different pace. So you're training yourself to accept that that's where you're at and to course correct, like the pilot who constantly course corrects to reach the desired destination. If the pilot would sit in the cockpit in the cockpit and every few minutes would say, Oh, we're again off track. Oh I'm really tired of this. Every night, every day I'm flying a plane, I'm really tired that we constantly need to course correct. Why does the earth have to be round? Why does it have to be round? If it would only be straight, then I wouldn't need to course correct all the time. But the pilot doesn't do that. He or she accepts the fact that they must simply course correct. That's their job as pilots. It's a given. So how would your life look like if you would take that as a given and you course correct whatever you're facing accordingly? Wouldn't there be a better chance to reach your destination sooner the later, and not to spend so much gas, meaning 
energy flying out of course and then spinning somewhere and then needing to bring yourself back would be more conducive for your progress so now we are at the third guideline and the third one and write that down reconnect with your desire reconnect with your desire okay so you're not beating yourself up you're making peace with where you're at or with what is and in order to move forward you must reconnect with what is important to you with what you're dreaming about with your desire to be or to do or to have so back to the example of exercising exercising is a vehicle to a goal okay that's what it is it's a vehicle to your goal you want to be in good health or you want to look toned and in shape so when you reconnect with that not with the exercising itself the exercise becomes a link in the chain of your desire because for most of us the exercise itself is not always the goal it may be a means to an end right a means to a, a healthy lifestyle some of us enjoy exercise like I enjoy yoga Pilates and recently I started to do some Zumba but my favorite one is Pilates I love it so I can do Pilates just for doing Pilates but there is a, a higher goal okay so here are all three again I suggest again you write it down I want you to have quick access to it and I actually want to encourage you to write it on a three by five card or even a few cards okay these three guidelines and to place it somewhere accessible where you can see it every day in front of you you can do it in different places like on your computer or in your on your desk in your car in the bathroom on the mirror on the refrigerator on your nightstand you really want to get this deep and have it become a part of your subconscious a part of your natural behavior and over time it will and even if you're not looking at it intentionally every day it will be there in your environment and your mind will pick it up so one never beat yourself up Two, make peace with where you're at or with what is and three reconnect with your desire okay let's take a breath and now that we have these in place let's see how you can make sure you stay on track as much as possible and how you can get pretty quickly back on track when you realize that you are not on track and and then you can stay there more often and more consistently so remember in our second session we looked at your daily emotional habit you found out how you go through a day in your life emotionally and just to remind you with an example that you may have experienced something like frustration anger overwhelm burnout that was your daily habit or worry anxiety pessimism negative thinking 
Then you became very aware, you got powerful tools to work through the daily emotional habit, and things started to change and shift. Everything in the, in the universe has patterns. If you just look for them, they're all over the place. We wake up in the morning, the sun is out there, there is light. The earth is spinning, and soon enough the moon will come out, the sun will go down, and it will be night. Same pattern same cycle will be taking place the next day. When you stand in front of an ocean, the waves come and break into shore. Then they recede. Then they come and break again. Then recede. That's a pattern. Everywhere you look in nature, and I love looking in nature because the common sense is in nature. You see how nature works, and that's how we work. We are a part of nature. So everywhere there are patterns. Also, the way you know the people around you, the way they are, there is a pattern there. If you think about how your parents or your children or your siblings, you know how they are and what patterns they run in their lives. You know how they respond, how they will react, how they will be. Your spouse, for example, if you have one, he or she wakes up in the morning. They are doing their morning routines, they go to work, they come back, they have dinner, they take a shower, they go to bed. Very simplified version, obviously. But you get a, my, my drift, right? You get my drift. We may call all of those habits. Those habits have their own pattern, their own rhythm. So does the way you get off track. That, too, has its own pattern. And you want to become super familiar how you get off track in order to be able to bring yourself on track as soon as you're able to do so. That way, you don't spend time, you don't spend energy, or you don't waste it. And many times, you, you throw your money away, money that could have been earned or it's not necessarily that you're throwing the money away, but you're not earning it because of your patterns, right? If you could be more on track, there could be more money coming your way because you're, you're on track, right? Things are flowing. But first you must know, you must know what being on track means to you, okay? Every person has a different track. Being on track is when the direction and you can write this down too. Being on track is when the direction you're going and the way you're going there are in complete alignment. I'll repeat it. Being on track is when the direction you're going, right, your destination, how you're heading there, and the way you're going there are in complete alignment. So if your goal is to enjoy financial stability, that's the direction, the mindset, the feelings, the actions that you are engaged in should all lead you to that financial stability. That means that when you are worried, when you are stressed about money, when you are sitting at home without doing anything about it, or you're just worrying so you think you're doing something about it, you are not on track to enjoy financial stability. 
right? So I'll, I'll show it to you in a different form so you will get it. And I, I know you, you're getting it. It's just that I'm moving on and you kind of need to grasp these ideas. When your goal is to enjoy great relationships with your family members, that's the direction. You have emotional, physical, spiritual, mental, and energy alignment here. So, for example, if you do not let go of a pattern like judgment or a pattern of hurt, and you keep running any of those or any other patterns, your actions are not going to be aligned with your goal, right? Because you're judging your family or you feel judged by your family. Okay, so it, with, that, with those patterns, you cannot enjoy great relationships. It just, it's, right, it's a formula. Or it's like when you bake a cake, you have to put the right ingredients in order, ingredients in order to get the results that you want. You'll just keep getting hurt or you're going to feel judged or judge others and your relationships are not going to be as great as, as they could. So you've got to make sure that you are on all levels, emotional, physical, spiritual, mental, and energy aligned. Okay? And in the first example, I said that the mindset, the feelings, and the actions are all aligned. So being on track is being in complete alignment with your goal. Now, I'm saying complete, but, you know, we're never 100% there. But we're aiming to that complete alignment. We can't allow worry. We can't allow stress. That would move us away from the destination. So we want to be able to quickly recognize, oh, we're worrying again. Okay, I'm going to let that go. And I'm going to work through it with whatever tools I gained in order to stop worrying because I understand not only logically and intellectually, also emotionally how that brings more worry the next day, next day, next day. So which oil can I pull out? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe I'll come to the community and I'll ask. Okay? That's what we're there for. And if we all have more than one goal, we have health goals and finance goals, finances, relationships, right? We are holistic creatures. We don't have just one goal. We are operating in all areas. We need to be healthy at the same time that we need to have wonderful relationships. At the same time, we need to make money and, and more, right? So we have more than one goal, um, goals that may be related to our kids or our pets. And within those goals, there are sub-goals, right? And yet with each and every one of the different areas in our life, we can be on track at the same time. Yes, you are not getting into a pattern of overwhelm right now. And if you do, take some basil. Um, basil is very, very good. Take some elevation blend. Okay? If, you, if that's the pattern that you have, Use some oils, even serenity or lavender, just to relax yourself. Don't go into overwhelm. You can be on track with everything at the same time. And I'll show you how. It basically comes down to this formula. 
and again, you may write this down. I highly encourage you you write it. Staying connected with your goal and make sure you course correct so you can achieve complete alignment. So I said it before, right? But this is it. I'm simplifying it to this one formula. So you get in touch with a goal at that very moment and you make sure your course correct so you can achieve complete alignment. And I can go into a lot of different examples. Okay, I can sit with you three hours and give you examples here. But I want you to even listen to this call again. Let the ideas sink in, inside of you. Listen even more than one time, a few times. Know it by heart, what I'm saying. And then when you bump into it in your everyday life, you're there. You know what to do. And I'm sure you would agree that at a given moment, we're either on track with what is important to us, with our goals and desires. We're either off track from our goals and desires, or we're floating somewhere in between, like the twilight zone. So earlier I mentioned that there are patterns everywhere, and we have patterns that are running us when it comes to being on track, off track, or floating somewhere in between. And that is a very important point because only when you identify where you are, you can course correct. Again, with three guidelines. Never beat yourself up. Make peace with where you're at or with what is and reconnect with your desire. Okay? Important, very important. You need to identify what's going on and course correct. No dwelling, no worrying, no stress. You've done that, right? You've done that for a long, long time. And as you're awakening, you don't need to repeat those old patterns. You're letting them go. You are entering a new era in your life where you look at what's going on for you emotionally, around you, in your environment, with your family, with your money, and you're like, wait a second. It is what it is right now. What is my next step? Take a breath. Equip yourself with what you need, right? Maybe you need to get some gear, right? And before you climb a mountain, you need some gear. You need a backpack. You need water. You need a sleeping bag. You can't just say, okay, I'm climbing the mountain. What's happened when the sun is going to set and you're in the middle of the mountain? Where are you going to sleep? Where would you have food? You need to get equipped. So you get the equipment and you're, you tell yourself what's the next step. And you go for it. And it doesn't have to be a big next step. You just need to maybe organize your papers. Have a clean desk. Little things like that will take you very far when you do them consistently. So your job is to be aware where you're on your path of light or off the path of light. Are you on track, off track, or floating in between? And it's always about light. We are heading to the light. In the light, there is joy, there is happiness, there is fulfillment, there is flow of money, there is health. And whatever feels like darkness, look at it. Again, don't beat yourself up. Look at it as an opportunity to awaken because you know the light is coming tomorrow and you want to connect with that light. And you know what? It's really easy to do that. Sometimes, you just know, you know that you are 
off track or on track or in between. Okay, you know that you're eating too much carbs and sugars. You know that. It's not a secret. You're not hiding the secret from yourself. So if you are eating too much carbs and sugars, then you're and you have a goal of, you know, losing or releasing some weight or getting in shape, you are not on track with that goal. You know that if you're having more raw vegetables in every meal and you're exercising three to four times a week, even walks outside, you are on track. It doesn't have to be a big deal, okay? Just a few walks, half an hour, three, four times a week. Maybe it's not going to get you like completely toned, but it's going to keep you healthy. If you add more raw vegetables where there are more raw enzymes, and if you listen to the conversation with Faye Epps, she gave some great ideas, then that means that you are on track. Yes, maybe you can do more things, but do whatever you can, and then every time add something else up. That way you get away from overwhelm, and you keep consistency. Now, floating in between is when you haven't really made the decision to get back on track. You're a little indifferent, you're not committed quite yet, and with all that, you are very aware that you need to make that decision, and you're just about to do that, but you're not quite ready. So that's kind of like floating in between. And of course, there is a stage that you're off track and you're completely unaware of it, but this is not you guys. These are not the people that are in this program because you have awakened so much. You are so aware now that <laughs> I'm sure you're observing yourself throughout the day. And when you have that level of awareness, really nobody can take it away from you. It's like you moved beyond a certain sphere and you have opened up. And I'm sure that you want to be more on track than off track, right? And in order to have your power in your hands, which you do have it, okay, you want to be a larger percent of the time on track. So the key is to become super conscious about two things, okay, and write those down. You can even title them, I'm becoming super conscious about these two things. One, what is your pattern that takes you off track? And underline the word your. What is your pattern that takes you off track? And two, how do you break that pattern? And I'm using the word break like I would use it in a, in a chain, okay? There is a chain, and if we take one link and we open it up, we break it, now we can fix it. We can do something with it. So before we would look at a few examples that will make it very easy for you to grasp this, I'd like to share with you in one word what takes us all off track. Can you think about a word? I wonder what comes to your mind. What takes us all off track? What's the number one thing in the, in the West? You may got it right, and the word is stress. And stress is not necessarily what you think it is, okay? Part of it is what you think it is, but there is another part. I'm talking about a trigger, 
that we experience as a stressor. And we respond to it by going back to our old and so familiar behavior. Let's say your living situation is not the most ideal for you. You wish you'd live in a different house, in a different neighborhood, maybe by yourself or with different people or with the current family. You you know your situation, and this is, again, just an example. But you need money in order to do the transition. You need a strategy and a growing income, and you know that. So each morning you wake up and you are working towards the goal of increasing your income so you can make that desired move. You are motivated, you feel good, and you're taking action. Then one of your family members needs your attention. It is not a simple situation. It requires your time and energy, and even though you wish to be taking action in your career or your business or your job situation, you're obligated to take care of that family member. By the end of each day, you're exhausted and you're not up for anything that has to do with your business. Two weeks or a month pass by. You can now devote less attention to your family member and you can get back to your business or career or job but you feel low and depleted, and you're not motivated. So it feels challenging to get back on the horse. And here comes your super conscious awareness. You identified the pattern. The family affairs throw you off. You lost momentum. You are not motivated, and then you drag yourself. Somehow, you will lift yourself up, You will start taking action in your business, career, or job, and then your family member will need you again. Ah, It's a loop, huh? You can clearly see in this example how you get off track or this person. And you can tailor this example on your own circumstances. Now, I want you to do yours. Okay, how do you get off track? If you are on the live call, I want you to go right now to our Facebook group. Okay, and you'll see a post that I just posted about half an hour ago. And in the post, you will see an image of trees with a path to light. And on the image, you'll find the question, How do you get off track? And I'd like to give you a few minutes on the line to do that. Okay, I'll be waiting for you for you to start to work with it. And if you're not able to log into Facebook at this time, write it down for yourself and later I highly suggest that you enter it into a comment on that thread so I can take a look at it and guide you and be there for you. So I'm going to give you about three minutes, and I want you to think about something that throws you off track. You can choose the intention that you chose for our program, or you can choose something else, and start putting together the steps. How does it start? And it doesn't start with getting off track. It starts with 
somehow you're on track, something happens, and then you're you're looping there, and then maybe you get on track or you're not really. Okay, so take a few minutes and, and do that right now. And I see, guys, that the post for some reason didn't go out. So write down your the path, the how you get off track, and I'll post it right now. And then you can copy from wherever you have it and post it there. So I'm going to do it right now. Meanwhile, you can continue thinking about it. Okay, it should be there right now. So if you have something that you've already written down, you'll see it's the top post, either below the pinned post or above it. 
Okay, wonderful. So I see some of you have already posted it. It's very good awareness that you have. Catherine, Carrie, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying here. So you kind of want to really pinpoint what it is. So when you get overtired, how do you get overtired? How do you get to that point that you are overtired? When, if you kind of analyze the steps, when do you get overtired? When you get this, that nudge that tells you you got to stop, you got to go eat, you got to go drink, you got to take a break, or when you say yes to everybody around you and then you're, you don't have your own energy for yourself. So dig a little bit deeper with that. And I'm going to continue looking at what you're writing after we're done with the call. I just wanted you to start doing it, to start having it. And I'm going to take this section out of the recording, so when you get to the recording, we won't have this music and me waiting for you and all that. And I just want to record this so I can have it for later. So if you're listening to the recording of this call, pause the recording, log into Facebook, and share your pattern for getting off track. Then hit the play button again and continue to listen to this session. Okay, and you can already take a look at what other people have posted there. I want it to be a little more detailed. I know that we were doing it while we were on the call together, but after the call you can take time and tweak it a little more. I want you to really get to that point where you know that this is the link. This is the missing link. This is where I need to pay attention to. Not the whole thing, not the whole overly tired, not the whole my three-year-old is, um, is taking me off track. How specifically? Is it when she's tired? Is it when she is nagging? Is it when you're tired that takes you off track? And how do you get to a point that when you're with her, you're tired? You want, it needs to be like one, two, three, four, five steps, okay? Not a general sentence because you won't be able to have the detail if you just write a general sentence. So let's take an example here. I see that Nicola just posted something. So she's saying, one, something happens that goes against me or my feelings. It can be the kids that are acting up. It can be people that say or do things that um, grate on me and so forth. Or tiredness, lack of energy. Okay, so she's noticing this. Then she's writing, two, I then allow it to play on my mind. And three, it brings up unwanted emotions within me. Four, I end up overeating, reacting, getting anxious, or panicking. Okay, you see, this is already starting to be detailed. You know what's happening, what's triggering it, you know what the next step and the next step. Then you're finding the link, which we, I'm going to show you how to find it. When I'm taking a look at Nicholas, let's see, I think that there is one key here, number two, I then allow it to play on my mind. And that's where she can have, Nicola, you can have the control. Because all these people acting out, saying yes, saying no, behaving in certain ways, this is like external. This is like we can't control it really. Or there is a way to control it, but that's a different program. <laughs> um, but for now, 
we can take responsibility on how we respond or react to what's going on. So let me continue, and maybe we'll go back to your scenario, uh, Nicola, and see how we, we work with that. Okay, so what you want to do is connect with your intention or desire that you currently have or want to achieve, resolve, become, you name it, and write down the steps. What is happening first, then what happens next, and then what happens after that. So another quick example would be you wish to have more free time for yourself. It's a part of learning to respect who you are, respect your wishes, and have more moments of joy in your week, kind of have space in your week. This is your sacred time to do whatever you want to do with it. So the pattern may be this. One, you cleared time in your schedule. Two, you are planning to do something fun, like go to a bookstore and simply hang out there. Just for you, right? Fun time for you. Then your mom calls and asks you to do something for her. Four, you cannot say no. Five, the only time you feel you can give away for your mom is that time that is scheduled with yourself. Six, you feel disappointed with yourself. Seven, you are devaluating yourself. I'm sorry, how do you say it? You devalue yourself. Okay, you devalue yourself and your desires. Eight, you don't feel like you are moving forward towards your goal of giving to yourself. Nine, you feel that you are off track, hopeless, and that this will never going to change, that there will always be something that will interfere. There's always something, right? You know this phrase? There's always something that sabotage stuff. So for now, you just do this, right? So you write the, um, like you did on the Facebook group. If you are already ready to tweak it, you can tweak it. And... We already done that on the live call, so you can go back right after we were done. Go back and do that. Don't leave it for another week, okay? Because this week you can already catch yourself when you're off track, when you're on track. This is it. This is like the the continuum of doing this great work. Okay. So good job, everyone, for taking action and for really willing to look into it, because this is it. This is the key to your freedom here. Your being able to identify this is going to help you, because it's one thing to come together, do a program, have a schedule. We have five weeks. It's kind of, uh, we have the, the time frame, and after five weeks, we're ending. But what's next? Your life is, is continuing, right? It's not ending in the five weeks. You need to utilize all of this throughout life. Okay? So, so do that, and you'll see what opens up for you. So you're allowing that pattern of what takes you off track to come up. And in the example that I gave, the, um, the way this person was uh, talking to themselves, uh, I'm sorry, the way this person uh, was taking themselves off track is by not being able to say no, right? So the mom called and something happened there. So now they can see where their weak link is hiding. 
every time that someone or something will attempt to take their personal time away from them, they need to set a boundary and say that they're not available, or at least to arrange their, rearrange their schedule so they don't negate what's important to them. Same thing could be you have health goals and somebody's offering you a cake and you're like, no, 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 you're doing a cake once a week now and you already had one, so you're setting a boundary and you're, you, you're holding on to that boundary because you know that that's your missing link, that's your weak link, not missing link actually. So it is imperative to address here the pattern of guilt or low self-esteem, right, in this example. In this case, it seems to be the issue, guilt or low self-esteem. So for this person, session number three and four will help with that. And I want you to feel totally free to go and work with session three and four as stuff come up for you. You are equipped with these tools, and they can serve you many times along your life. Okay? You can pull them again, listen to them, work with whatever is coming up for you, and it will work every time. With that, strategy, with that strategy, it is less likely that they will get off track. You see, it's like identifying your blind spots and seeing them anyway, right? Life will always present us with opportunities in the form, in the form of to see if we have learned what we needed to learn. And if we haven't learned, the opportunity or lesson will present itself again. So we don't want, you know, that kind of repetition. We want to learn. We want to get it. Okay, so back to what Nicola shared, if we're taking the steps I kind of what I said before, but now maybe it's clearer than before. Step number two that she wrote, I then allow it to play on my mind. So there are different things that you can start doing with it. And I actually want to continue, and then I'm sure you will get some ideas. And if you do, and you want to post them on the thread, go ahead, Nicola. Okay? So I want to talk to you and share with you how you break the pattern. Okay, so now Nicola, for example, she has this record in her mind. She's playing it out. She's spending energy on that. She's repeating it. She's chewing it. She's trying to figure it out. And it's kind of like a, um, a brain indigestion, right? It's like the brain is trying to figure something out and it's like not digesting it, maybe after a few days. But then all this time and energy and space was spent on it. So the answer to the question, how do you break the pattern? Very simple. You interrupt it. Interrupting the pattern means that you're doing something different. So instead of repeating the mind chatter and playing it out in your mind, you want to do something different. So you, Nicola, think of what can you do different? And you see how clear it is when we nail down the, the link when you have your links, Carrie, of how your three-year-old gets you off track, specifically, what is it that she's doing or where are you at or how, what's going on there, 
then you'll know to nail it down and to not allow it to repeat itself. You will make your weak link a strong link. And Catherine, when you know exactly what makes you overtired, overtired, it's not just tired, it's overtired. Okay, you want to identify that. And that will give you the power to shift it, to break the pattern, to interrupt it. So in the example that we have, if the Achilles point was the inability to say no to the mom that was calling and asking for whatever she asked, okay, to say no on the spot to a, a demand or a request, instead of having the challenge, oh, oh, I can't say no there, oh, I really want my free time, but my mom is asking something, what am I going to do, I can't, 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 you want to do something different. And in a way, you want to have options ahead of time. You want to have more than one option. So here are a few options in the example that I gave with a lady that couldn't say no to her mom. And I'm, give, I'm going to give you five. All of them are an option. You, this person can use it in different times. So one, let me check if I'm available at that time and get back to you. So this person just bought time for themselves. Maybe they know they're not available at that time, but they couldn't say it right there on the spot. They needed to kind of gather themselves and connect with their desire and roll themselves to it and say, you know what, I'm not giving my personal time. And then you go, she goes back to the mom and say, you know what, Can, it doesn't work for me at that time. But she's more ready to say that. Two, can you get someone else to do that for you? Right? An option. Three, are there any other dates, times that I can help you with it? Right? Four, let me think about it. Let me think about it. This is a great one because it, it buys you time and you can converse with yourself with what is right for you. Not go by default and go against yourself. Five, I'm sorry, I'm not available on that date. Okay, five options. So you want to have options for your specific scenario. And you can only do that when you know what your link is. When we have options, we are not trapped. We are free. And for each situation in life, there is always more than one solution. The thing is that we need to be open for the solution to show up. If we're not open, the same today is waiting for us tomorrow. It is really important that you find out your pattern of how you get off track. It's one of the most empowering ways to bring yourself back on track by yourself. And to my mind, it's a huge step in moving away from pain and into freedom. A huge step. So to summarize this, one, you lay out the specific sequence of the pattern that takes you off track. Okay, you lay out the specific sequence, like Nicola did in this example. One, this is happening. Two, that is happening. Three, that is happening. Uh, you have now a pattern. 
two, you identify the weak link. Okay, you've got to identify it. And I'm telling you that once once you've done it, it will it will jump to you. It will become very, very clear what the weak link is. Three, you break that pattern by having other options. So you can plug in a storage <laughs> uh, somewhere, right? In your mental, um, make a mental note for yourself. And, and then you can have a strong link that keeps you on track. Okay, so let's take Carrie's example, for example. Um, when you know how your daughter is contributing to getting you off track, you're going to start putting together a few options for yourself. Okay, so when she comes back from daycare, I need to make sure that I have eaten and I'm relaxed and I have used serenity and I'm available for her for an hour. Okay, example. Or I need to have a few games that she likes and offer her to play the game so I can focus on something important to me. Okay, and then you continue with a few possible options. And I invite you, ladies and gentlemen, if there are gentlemen sometimes in this program, to brainstorm, put it on the community and say, I have this weak link that I want to strengthen. I have this, you know, my daughter comes back from school and I, I get distracted and I'm thrown off. Do you have any other suggestions? Okay, so you can get suggestions, suggestions from our community because everybody went through the course and they know what you're talking about. You don't need to explain. It's not like you're going on Facebook and now you need to start to explain what's that missing link or weak link. Okay, so you break the pattern by having other options. You are having a strong link instead, and that keeps you off track. Boom, that's over. No more getting uh, distracted or unfocused because of that issue. Maybe there are other issues, but then you do the same thing. One of my clients was going through a very difficult divorce, and she just hated her husband, the one she was divorcing from, and they kept fighting over the custody of their kids and over mutual property. And she, she was craving for peace and freedom, and resolution. How long could she go like this? Her goal was to finalize the divorce and move on with her life. But as long as she was fighting her husband over the things that were obviously very important to her, she wasn't getting there. In order for her to reach her goal, she needed to stop being angry and frustrated, fighting and hating. Okay? That strategy didn't yield any results, but she was so in the habit of doing it that she didn't even think that there is another possibility. And her anger and frustration and uh, fighting just added fuel to the fire every day, every day like that. So you can imagine how challenging it was for her to let the anger and resentment go. These are important things, custody of the kids, you know, property that they they had together, not just not easy just to let it go, just like this, okay, take the kids, okay, take the um, property. To find peace with the interactions with their husband, 
to connect to the path of light, that's what, what's needed to happen. So it was a daily practice of letting go of the anger and forgive. And her pattern showed up like this. She would get an email from her husband with nasty words where he stated that he's going to, um, he's not going to give her what she wants. And she got angry every time she opened the email. She spent her precious time after work replying to each and every email of his. She stayed angry after she, she's done it. And sometimes she would hang out with, with some friends in the evening and they talked about her nasty husband over and over again. Then we did some work together and she started to awaken. She became aware that she is spending time in negative space about her husband and she just kept feeding the situation. Her weak link was the anger and even rage she felt when she read the daily emails from her husband. So she started to respond differently, right? She broke the pattern. She couldn't make him stop sending these emails. All she could do was to stop responding in her habitual pattern. So she responded differently, and at the beginning it was very conscious, until it became a second nature. At the beginning she just skimmed the email. There was still some anger triggered. Then she decided to forward the emails directly to her lawyer without even reading it, right? She had options. She had to awaken to the fact that she has options and she doesn't need to read every word, to answer every word, to stay with the anger and all that. She started to let that go, forwarded the email. She's done healing work. She started to feel better about herself. She was more positive, and from there it was much easier to start really forgiving him and releasing the energetic charge that was towards him. She was able to connect to a space of trust that it will all unfold for the best. She stopped talking badly about him. She found better things to do with her time. And then the emails, they stopped being an issue. And eventually she got both custody of her, of her kids, two kids, and the property. She got the property. So it was a beautiful process. took some time, but... She, she done it really truthfully. She went to the core. And that's the kind of things that when you know what takes you off track and how to bring yourself back on track, that's the kind of things that will happen for you. Like really wonderful things like that instead of staying stuck. And if you have questions or something is not clear, first listen to this call again from the beginning. Put something together as a, as a step-by-step for your pattern for taking yourself off track and bring it into our Facebook group. I want you all to nail it down. How that, Like if I call you in the middle of the night, in the middle of the day, and I say, hey, Carrie, how do you get off track? And you clearly able to tell me the steps. Hey, Catherine, how do you get off track? You know. You super know. It's super clear to you. Okay? This is giving you the keys to your kingdom. It is up to you whether you use the keys or not. Okay? But this is it. 
And this is very, very powerful. It will work for you if you use it. So use it. We all know what it means to be a baby and start walking. We fall and then we get up, right? We can do that. Even when we're not completely conscious, it's just our nature. We just don't want to fall as adults. We don't want to fall all the time because of the same obstacle. We want to be able to identify the obstacle and actually do something about it. Move it, flip it, get rid of it, whatever the obstacle is. And in this case of getting yourself back on track, it's knowing where your weak spots are, your weak links. And you can apply this to any area in your life. And I want you to apply it. I want you to know so well where your those weak links are. Okay? And, and I may surprise you. I may call you and ask you. <laughs> so be ready. <laughs> you know, in my years of meditation practice, my pattern of stopping to meditate was having too much to do in the physical world. Right? That's my to-do list. So I neglected my meditation. Then things didn't go very well. And then I was called to meditate again. And then I learned that even when I get very, very busy, I must keep up my meditation practice. It is the breath for the soul. And I want to feed myself with this kind of breath. Yeah. Okay. So until this point, you've learned what you should be aware of when it comes to staying on track and getting back on track when you are off of it. Staying on track is being consistent with the being and the doing that is aligned with your goals and desires. And getting back on track is identifying the weak link, replace it with a strong link, right, that has options, and make that your new and healthy pattern. Now let's look at what can support you along this process so you are successful. I look at two kinds of support. One is internal and one is external. Both are wonderful and will support us, and we need both of them to succeed. Internal support is when you are in touch with your inner guidance, your inner voice, your intuitive voice. It's when you are the observer of you. You are observing you. And you, and you, both of you, the observer and the you who's doing the, the act, know the difference between the parts in you that are conditioned to a certain way of being, and the parts that are your higher self, those that are guiding you away from darkness, from fear and chaos, and into light, joy, and harmony. External support are accountability partner, books, videos, movies, programs like this, a group of like-minded people, a coach, a healer, a guide that teaches you and guides you, helps you to see your blind spots, empowers you and motivates you 
to be who you truly are and enjoy a fulfilling life in each and every area of your life. And external support are also essential oils, crystals, supplements, skincare products, and cleaning products, and everything that is in your environment, including your furniture and clothes, everything that is sort of external to you that comes, you know, that you can look at, you can smell, you can touch, that is outside of you. Okay? All of these are in our experience. And it can make our experience better, more hugging, more loving, and more like a good fit. Let me give you two quick examples. A couple of years ago, I I finally found a body lotion that I thought was clean of toxins. I love the smell, and I got two big bottles of it. Without noticing how I got into it, I became very moody. I felt that it's kind of hormonal related, but I was wondering what was happening. So at that time, I was working with this healer, and I told her how I felt, low on energy, moody, angry, and irritated. And I started to suspect what was going on, but I wasn't sure. So I told her about this lotion that I was using, and I thought it was strange because I was using this lotion for a while, and I didn't understand why suddenly it has this effect on me like this. So I wanted her to check, you know, with muscle testing if uh, if she's getting the same confirmation. And, you know, every because everything was fine with this lotion, I, I got more of it. I got those two big bottles. And it may very well have been that the case was that the company who made the lotion added more components to it or another component or maybe it increased the scent or something. Or that my body could not process this lotion anymore, that it took it in for a period of time, but then it was like done. So this healer, she confirmed it was the lotion that was weakening my system and that I should definitely stop using it. And by the way, there are many chemicals in skincare products that are hormone disruptors. And if you use those over time, they will mess up with your hormones, which are important at any age, even at menopause, they are important, and after menopause. And then it will be very challenging to release the extra weight or have energy or be happy. And some of you may know that doTERRA has also skincare products and cleaning products that are free of toxins, and I highly suggest you move in that direction, not just for yourself, but also for the sake of your family, your pets. It's just, you know, we don't need those interferences. So once I stopped using the lotion, all the symptoms disappeared, and the next day I was already feeling much better. So it's that you know, being in tune with yourself so you can identify what throws you off and and take care of it. Now, the other example, sometimes we have furniture that collects energy from previous owners or from tension in the house, and then we can be affected by the furniture. Yep. It may sound too, um, you know, too out there for some of you, but I must tell you that over and over again, This piece of information comes up in my one-on-one work with clients. They either remove the item or replace it, and sometimes they just need to do an energy clearing on themselves or on the item, and they're good. They're not taken down by it. 
So external supporters, internal supporters, you want to be aware of both. You want to make sure you are, yeah, aware. I, I said it already. I'm sometimes letting go of my notes, and the same thought was the same thing that was in my notes. In addition to that, it is also essential that we do not isolate ourselves, that we do not try to help ourselves all along, okay, somewhere in the corner of our world, just us by ourselves. Besides the fact that it can get very lonely there, there are other negative implications, and I'll, I want to point out a few of those to you. The first one is you slow down your progress. <sighs> yeah, and that's not fun. Given that you may more likely to fall into the same old hole and no one will be there to pull you out, you can have your higher self do it for you, but it's, it is always a battle because... There's an internal battle between darkness and light, and it is simply more challenging. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's just challenging. And believe me, I've been there. So why would you want to have another challenge of pulling yourself out by yourself or up? Aren't there enough challenges? Right? The second thing is you will tend to buy into what your mind or emotions are telling you. You'll forget it's not the truth, and you'll think it is the truth, and your connection with the light can be more flimsy. You know there is light out there somewhere in the distance, that other people are enjoying it, but you are just dreaming about it. It is easier to lose hope or motivation, and we know there is no real progress there. So that's why the moment you find yourself isolated, you're not reaching out, you're not involved, you're not engaged, you're not in a conversation, you're not getting support, that should light a light bulb in your brain. Do something about it. Don't stay there. So among all the different external support I mentioned, it needs to be the kind of support that involves other people, right? Books and movies and all that are great, but there is no resonance. There is no feedback. When you have another heart, another soul, another live being, on the other side, the, something happens there. There is magic that would not happen with a book, which I'm not underestimating books. Love them. But it needs to be with, with a person. We are tribal creatures. We are supposed to be together with other people. We are not supposed to live like hermits. I'd say let's live like Kermit, the frog. <laughs> surround ourselves with wonderful people and friends around us. And sometimes the current people that we have are they're serving a kind of support system, right? But many times they don't serve other support systems. So our job is to find the tribe that we feel like we belong to. I've shared this with you in our first session. You know, some of my family members perceive me as a bit odd. I talk about energy and essential oils and about healing and patterns. I talk about listening to yourself, about physical symptoms that are indicators of something that is going on underneath the surface. It doesn't fit with the paradigm of going to the doctor and take antibiotics, and that's their paradigm. And every time that I hear that somebody is taking antibiotics, I'm starting the, the probiotics crusade 
right, that you've got to take probiotics with your antibiotics or else your flora and your gut is going to get all messed up because that's what happened to me. So my family tribe, and so is yours, they serve one sort of support system. But for your physical and emotional well-being, it could be a different tribe. And for your workout routines, it may be another tribe, right? All depends what you want. And that is the kind of tribe that will help you to get closer to your goals. So you can stay on track. You feel that you're okay. And the fact that you have a few extra pounds or that you feel stuck at times or that you do not have the motivation that you would like to have, it's okay. That's the kind of tribe that will be there for you. They will listen, they will support, they will encourage. And this is the tribe that I have created with wonderful people who are all wanting to feel better, who are all in a different stage in their lives and personal evolution. Some of you are already a part of these tribes. They are both in a Facebook group format. One group is our private Facebook group for those of you who are in the Five Weeks to Emotional Wellbeing program, and it's called Enjoying Emotional Wellbeing, so you know that. Hopefully all of you are already a part of this group. And the other Facebook group is called Feel Your Best, Step-by-Step to Wellbeing. And I encourage you to become a member of both groups if you're not already, and stay a member. Even if you're not there every day, the difference between the two groups is this. The Enjoying Emotional Wellbeing is for those who registered and are part of our Five Weeks to Emotional Wellbeing program, people like you. That means that you and them are a part of a group that is doing the work, or at least said and declared at some point that they want to do the work. You and them have said yes to immersing yourself with the tools and information that I shared, and that the level of commitment to your well-being is high. You and them have actually done something about your emotional well-being. You enrolled to the program. You took action. Now, every few months, we will have more people joining us as I will run this program several times a year. And there is something very, very exciting coming up, so listen closely. First of all, for all of you that are officially graduating today, this is going to be very exciting. You are getting a lifetime membership in this group. That means that even though you completed the five weeks, you still have access to me and the other like-minded members that can listen to you and understand you in a way that will support you. When you comment and share, they'll know what you're talking about because they went through similar experiences. They're not going to have a deer-in-the-headlight reaction when you talk about patterns or awakening or an emotional habit that you just nailed down. They will also have plenty of tips about essential oils because they're learning and working with essential oils to improve their well-being. So you can ask and share about that too. The Feel Your Best Step-by-Step to Well-Being is a free community that inspires you to get well 
And you are welcome to invite other people to join that community. I'm posting there a mixture of posts that are all geared towards feeling your best. And periodically, I run there a 21-day From Pain to Freedom Facebook challenge. So you are welcome to invite people by sending them this link, and I will post it later also in the community, www.fompaintofreedom.org forward slash feel your best. And one of the best ways for us to get really good at something is by teaching or inspiring others with the knowledge that we have. And you just learn how to awaken to your emotional well-being, right? Do you think it will be beneficial for you if you start sharing with other people what worked for you? Do you think you would be more in touch with your own well-being if you talk about it and expose others to it? You definitely would be. Let's say you worked for a while with geranium essential oil and you feel that it really supports you. You feel less isolated. You love yourself. You trust yourself in a way that you you don't remember yourself ever feeling like that. Would you talk about geranium with someone else or even on Facebook when appropriate, right? Posting certain things on Facebook. You know you would. You will do it naturally because it's your experience. You're currently talking about your experience. And when you talk and share about it, the people that need to connect with you and find out more will connect with you. What it will do for you, it will help you to stay in the well-being conversation. And this is where we're heading, right? We want you to be consistent with what's going on for you so you can stay on track. So it's besides identifying where your weak link is, it's how to be connected to a greater volume. It's not a volume. It's like a greater web. That's what I was looking for, a greater web so you can really feel connected. And this also, when you talk about certain things, there is sometimes a potential to make you money if you choose to take that monetary path as well. You may be already connected somewhere to a doTERRA conversation, right, essential oil conversation, but it is mostly surrounded by essential oils, and that's great. Yet we all know that there is more than that. There is a holistic conversation where essential oils is a part of it. And here is how you can become a part of this conversation. You can become an ambassador for well-being, by inviting others to join our five weeks to emotional well-being program. As I said before, I will run the program periodically, and I will also allow people to join at any time between the official dates of the program so they don't need to wait. Some people wouldn't want to wait. It's just that at that time that I'm not running the program, the price to enroll will be higher. For each person that you enroll to the program, you will receive $100 from me, okay? So each person that enrolls through you. If you're doing doTERRA as a business, those people that you enroll would need help with oils. You're going to be the person that helps them with the oils, right? You're going to guide them how to get a membership with doTERRA so they can enjoy 25% discount for purchasing the oils. You will also have your unique affiliate link so you can track the people that have enrolled, 
right? So you can be, stay on top of it through the five weeks to emotional well-being program, and you can follow up with them. You will also be meeting them on our Facebook community, the Enjoying Emotional Well-Being. So you will be able to be there for them one-on-one, on a call or in person, depends where you live. You can meet people from all over the world and be there for them via the Facebook group and support them with oils and support them by being a few steps ahead of them with what you learned through this program. So when they come to the community, you are not only there for them with supporting them with the oils and with the knowledge that you already have, you also support them with the knowledge that you have through what we've done together in the program. You will have some people that are not using any essential oils yet, but I'm sure they will want to start using them after this program. And if they don't, it's fine. You know, at least you help them with other tools. Everyone is different. Everyone has different needs and different pace. All we can do is invite, provide a loving and welcoming space to heal and let go. The rest is really up to each individual and whether they are ready to step up to their next level of well-being or not quite yet. But we have planted a seed and you never know where the seed is going to grow and how far. And I want to assure you that every person that comes through your unique affiliate link is your person. Trust that. Okay? This relationship it's not only based on trust, it's, it's going to, the affiliate link will prove it that you came, that that person came through your affiliate link. So you can rest assured that it's your person. Okay? And it's your person to follow up with. So you must do your share in following up with the person and support them. They become your customer with oil and my customers with healing we will have a mutual customer that is getting to be loved and supported in such a way that they can't fall back. They can't. Okay? They can't go back to darkness. And if you're not pursuing doTERRA as a business, please let me know so I can assign a person that you may refer and may get $100 for your referral, okay, through your affiliate link. But just let me know so somebody else can take care of them and help them with the oils. Okay, we don't want to leave anybody behind. We want everybody to feel that they are getting what they need. Okay? Now, I've designed it in such a way that everyone wins, that everyone has the opportunity to walk on the path of light. So for those of you that are interested in becoming ambassador, ambassadors of light, recommending this program to others, and let it be one of the vehicles for you to stay in a very high vibrational well-being conversation, as well as take your finances to the next level and really make a difference in other people's lives, then I welcome you as my partner of light. So please send me a message to admin at sigalzoldon.com with the title, I'd like to be an ambassador of light. I'd like to be an ambassador of light. And my team will get back to you with a document you need to sign and send back. And once your document has been received, we will send you the link so you can sign up as an affiliate. 
Normally, when people end a program, they are being offered to enroll in another program. <laughs> Instead, I want to invite you to become a partner in making more light in this world together, continue staying in touch, and allowing you the platform to step into your glorious future now. Ah, with that said, I know that at any time, or I'm sorry, with that said, know that at any time you are welcome to apply for a complimentary healing consultation to explore ways for us to work together or for an essential oil consultations to guide you with using the oils that are specifically related to your challenges and goals. There are several options to work with me. Some include my guidance with the essential oils. Some include healing sessions and audios with or without essential oils. All depends where the person is. We will fit you with your, the right program for you, okay, wherever you're at, if that's appropriate, obviously. Just know that there is a financial investment, so this would be for you if you are in a position to hire my services. And I am open to work with your financial needs. And uh, just be prepared that when you are contemplating to apply for a consultation, that you know it's not it's not free. The the consultation is complimentary, but there is an investment. And to remind you, the place where you can apply is to go to my website www.sigalgolden.com, and under services, you can choose the option that you wish to apply for. Okay, so I'm looking forward to being there for you on both of our Facebook communities. I'm looking forward to go through your comments on how you get off track so you can strengthen that weak link and create a very strong one instead. And those of you that are ready to be partners, to light, partner of light, and become ambassadors, I'd love to receive your email and guide you from there to admin at sigalzolden.com. And yes, before we end, I want to make sure we are connected on Facebook in outside of the community. So feel free to follow me on my page. If you go to Facebook and you type in one word, Sigalzoldan Holistic Healing, you will get to my page. So you can like it there. And you can also send me a friend request. I'm very personable I love being in touch with people on a personal level, so I don't really separate the two pages. In the wonderful animated movie, Finding Nemo, Dory said to Nemo's dad as he was desperate to find his sweet boy, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. This is how I would like to end our fifth session, just keep swimming. Thank you all for your trust, much love, and infinite blessings. It's Sigal Zolden here, your guide from pain to freedom. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.